Can I tell you how excited I am? I'm just beside myself. I'm all I'm all a Twitter. Uh, I'm a fluttering. Uh, we recorded this podcast almost a year ago in Paris with my friend Mark Boone Jr., who plays Rob Saperstein on, of course, the magnificent Amazon show Patriot, which I happen to be on, and he is my castmate and dear pal. Um, you know him from Sons of Anarchy and from Seven. And the Game. From the Game, many other films and television shows. But uh, Patriot, we tend to think this is some of Booney's best work. And Mark Boone Jr. is cantankerous, curmudgeonly, funny, uh, heartwarming, and a, a straight-up beautiful dude. We love the man. Very real. Give it a listen. Okay, there's usually some intro music, which is yeah. uh, uh, Steve Earle's Hardcore Trouble. Yeah, uh, but usually it just starts out like, you, I could just start it off. It's really, you do. know. You mean right. by singing Steve Earle's Hardcore yeah, exactly. Hard. No, I'll come in later. <laughs> That's right. Uh, Boone, you're a singer. Um, I sing. You sing beautifully on our show. Oh, is, I do, really? She's Patriot. Yeah. Patriot. Afternoon Spray. There are girls walking around Chicago singing that song about pleasant moisture in the afternoon. <laughs> not the evening, not the morning. Any <laughs> asshole can do that. But uh, Afternoon Spray, our guest is Mark Boone Jr. We call him Boone. Boone only. And I met Boone... Only, uh, what, 15 minutes ago? Yeah. And uh, I was telling my dad, my dad's like, hey, kid, I got to go upstairs real quick. And I go, dude, Boone is going to show up, and I'm not going to know him, and I'm uh-huh. going to be like, uh, do, what am I going to do? Let me guess. He took and one you go, look at you and knew exactly who you were, right? Well, okay. So uh, you went upstairs, and as I predicted, he comes walking around, and I'm like, oh, man, what do I do? What do I do? Do I go up to him? Do I just let him pass me by awkwardly? And then I was like, okay, well, I got to say something. Well, it's not like he's going to beat you with a chain. Well, he goes, he goes, well, I was like, hey, I'm uh, I'm Tony's son. And he goes, oh, yeah, you got the same nose. So I said I'd recognize that nose anywhere. Yeah, right, right. Exactly. (laughs) Um, We're on Patriot together. You play Rob Saperstein, which... I've been watching you on film for a long time, and I got to tell you what an incredible departure and what a uh, knowing me, yeah, that I know. It's like, oh, <laughs> no, it's no. like oh, what an incredible God. revelation! You're playing a guy who is in his heart a gentle soul. I mean, a loving, yeah, uh, kind of wide open human being who, who uh, embraces the world, looks for the possibility and the good in each day and each moment, and. Uh, you teach our lead actor, the great Michael Dorman, um, who plays uh, John Tavner or, or John Lakeman. And, how to uh, how to smile? Yeah, yeah. How to find some joy? How, how, that is nice. Now we're, <laughs> we're going to drop this after the show premieres the, the second season, because only those of us in this room right now and about. 200 French people know that you're actually not dead. Right, so you, right. Have to, you have to wait until like the sixth episode of the second season, I think. 
to to drop well, this, as you say. You don't want to, you know, if that if that's how you're gonna. Play you know, it. people are gonna binge watch it. No, no, you don't binge watch that Patriot. Everybody binge watches yeah. Patriot. I watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you seen the like show, Mister Zombielistic? <laughs> well, we had uh, oh we had Ati Meyer. We had Ati Meyer, who was an artist, uh, a couple months back yeah. uh, for her show, and she stayed with us, and she took the whole night and watched episode one through ten. Yeah, exactly. It was incredible. She was in uh, the show or a stretch. So weird, but so good. Yeah, she <laughs> particularly liked you. Yeah, she goes, that did she? That man <laughs> She goes, he is funny, and he has these eyes that they are windows to his soul. I said, well, whose soul? Uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who he traded it to, but um, you and I actually go back about thirty-five years. I, when I first started coming to New York, used to go to a bar with that colloquially known as the Horseshoe Bar at Seventh and Avenue B. On the southeast corner of Tompkins Square, its proper name is Vasex. Is it the southeast corner? Is it? The, it's the southwest corner. Is it really? Yeah. It's actually, <laughs> okay. it is actually yeah. The southwest I was corner. I was close. Pretty close. You know, I'm not. I'm not like a navigator. Yeah, so it doesn't really no. matter. <laughs> unless I'm dropping. Memories. Unless I'm dropping. Seventh yeah. and B. Seventh uh, uh, and Avenue B. And uh, Tompkins Square Park, and and that that may be the southeast corner of Tompkins Tompkins Square yeah, Park. But exactly. it, the, the corner that the bar is on is the southwest corner. Of seventh and B. Okay, um, but anyway, it's a, now yeah. that we got my <laughs> East right. geography right. <laughs> it it uh, actually is called Vazax. That's Vazax. the that's the the real name of it, and and it used to be uh, there used to be a dance hall on the second floor. Yeah, it was the last place in New York I think I saw with actual pay toilets. Well, the, you, they didn't, you didn't function, have to pay. But, but yeah, right. They there had was still the, a suggestion the on the on door, there. like, yeah. "Hey, kick Quarter. in a dime. You're gonna drop a deuce here. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna cost you a dime." You know. <laughs> you know that's so funny. It's I, true. I actually paid uh, seventy euro to take a piss uh, at a train station yesterday. It was really? Like, yeah, I was like, dude, this is the most expensive piss I've ever taken. I was like, seventy. How do you, how se- do you pay seventy, 70 euros? Not seventy. Seventy, 70 cent euro. Sorry, 70, I'm so sorry. Yeah. I was gonna say, 70. wow, that no, must 70, have been a good. 70 euro would have been a baller piss. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I would have made, if I paid 70 euro, I would have been like, wait, cleaning. I got to take a shit too, man. Come on. I got to get my money's worth. I would have yeah. waited. No, if it was, it was 70 sorry, euro, yeah. I would have waited until I had to take a shit too. And no, then, it, was, you know. it was like a 70 cent uh, euro thing. It was, you know, I I had it in my pocket. I was just like, okay, I, I really got to go. I don't care, but. You know, I'm glad it was there were negotiation. Three <laughs> there were three people in there, like cleaning. <laughs> <laughs> you know, seventy euros. Yeah, you, you better get your money worth. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, we are in Paris. <laughs> We're in a, a conference room at the Renaissance Republic, where I've lived for the last three and a half months. And, I've lived here for the past month, I guess. Yeah. And we've never been treated better by a place. Yeah. They've been absolutely luminously generous with us yeah, it's, and the it's, whole cast of Patriot. Yeah, it's better than uh, any hotel I've ever stayed in. It's better than it's, Hawaii. You better, know? <laughs> better than the Holiday Inn, I'll tell you that. Yeah, yeah or, or the uh, 
Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just yeah. the best Does hotel I've ever seen. The Y still have rooms, like in Chicago or something. Yeah, you can go to people the still, they? Yeah, people still say at the Lawson. Really? Y. Yeah. Really? Wow. You know, every once in a while, somebody does a header uh, off of you know, like the ninth floor. And uh, one time, I was walking by right after some guy just decided to do the Dutch trick, and uh, I saw like a brain. Seriously. Oh, geez. It looked like a shelled peanut. It was like, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. The yeah. Max and Tony show taking yeah. a twisted yeah. turn. A dark turn. Well, what the fuck? I, I won't take responsibility <laughs> for that. <laughs> so, but, but I've been watching you on film, you know, my whole adult life and have just marveled it from, from show to show to show. And I mean, from like seven, um, to Sons of Anarchy, which ran on FX for a long time. You're in Memento, man. See, because, see, he came into the bar that he was talking about yeah. when he was 16, and I had to kick him out. <laughs> and, you know, I said, get little punky little boy, get out of here. No, no. Take that, your weird drawings that, with you, that motherfucker. That fake ID won't do here. <laughs> Go back to Chicago or Louisiana or wherever you came from. Well, you're, you're actually in part a Chicago guy. You went to Nutrier. Oh, Jesus, man. You went to Nutrier. Yeah. Wow. He was a great yeah. athlete. Infamous, isn't it? It It, it is, because yeah. they have a bunch More of rumors. actors I hear, have come out of that I, place. Someone told me some bogus rumor about Nutrier. Like, you know, everyone has their own private guidance counselor because the suicide rate there is just so high. I was like, what? Well, how can they afford that many guidance counselors for one student? It was like... It was yeah, like that's horseshit. It was just a rumor that would go around about suburban high schools every now and then. And New Trier had it was considered one of the nicest schools. And I always just, heard you uh, could get good pot from kids in New Trier. I wouldn't doubt that. Well, the yeah. taxes are so high. That's why yeah. they, they, you know, the schools are good. But Anne Margaret did go there. Yeah, and drove and, a, ca- yeah. a convertible T Bird. I heard back in the oh, day. Wow. Yeah, hmm. a number of actors went there. Um, yeah, um, D.W. Muff, fellow and, uh, Patriot Mike O'Connell was saying, yeah, yeah, I went to New Trier. And I was like, okay. okay. It's not an accident, yeah, that O'Connell and uh, and Boone springs from the same educational mindset. No, no, see, I'm not from that zone. I, 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 I was born in the humble city of Cincinnati, Ohio. Home of Skyline Chile. I, I, oh, there you go. Camp Washington, Chile. <laughs> Camp the two you're talking. No, it's a, I don't know what the other one is. There is Skyline and yeah. something else. It's you know I I left there when I was ten, and moved up to great the Chile of Chicago. It well, it's five way Chile five way yeah, on absolutely. spaghetti. Absolutely. That's well, how, they make a little Coney dog too. Okay. I, I don't, you haven't been back in a while, so you got to keep up been. with your I, junk food menu, hey, my friend. I'm 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 plant based now, <laughs> Ooh, except right. for that, mostly... that sausage I ate this morning. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what what plant does that grow in, in, on? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we get the best breakfast here every oh, morning. We get breakfast. It's pretty good. It's like it's, stupid good. Yeah, I mean, I've been eating nothing but bread. This whole month, I feel like, and I and You're I'm just in France. Like, you can't not eat bread. It's unavoidable. It, it's the it, butter. That's really good too. Yeah. yeah, 
Yeah. Well, they had that like whole jam selection you could choose. They have like Nutella, jelly, orange jelly, lemon jelly, like all these like different types of things. And I'm just dipping the bread in every one. And here's like, the weird part: I, I came to France. I've lost 17 pounds. Since yeah, that's I so weird. That's You're so supposed weird. to be clapping now, Matt. Well, no, 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 no. It's just. We you walk else. everywhere. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah. Oh, <laughs> put a clap track. Maybe at a laugh track too. You know. But uh, I'm, I'm. I'm just. You should be proud. You should be proud. Yeah. 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 Definitely. I'm, I'm very thrilled that you're here. I mean, I've been a uh, a fan for years, and this oh, year back I got on that. Come on. That's year I got to work with you. I'm now a huge fan of yours. Your artwork, anyway, and of course, your acting is actually phenomenal in the, in in Patriot. You know, I'm getting there. You're, I mean, you're, you're having you're, a good show. I the dog thing is is a big issue. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll explain that later, yeah, folks. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is this um, is this the reference the to end, Jack Birdbats? Yeah, yeah, okay. Jack, okay, yeah. yeah you should, yeah. Wait they should just the say Jack just walks him once. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, by the time this airs, um Yeah, Jack will have, uh, <laughs> No, don't not yet. Yeah, no. Not, not yet. Um, Late later. Well, but we have a wonderful roving uh, party in the season this year. You, me, uh, Michael Chernus, Michael Dorman, Antoine McKay, Kathleen, Chris, Chris, yeah, every, everybody, everybody, not everybody, yeah. but a lot of the, every, a yeah, lot of Julian everybody. Richings, the great Julian Richings, are, are uh, Ichabod. The cast um, is really special. I mean, everyone yeah. has their own. They have their own thing going. They have their own wave. It's like it's not like just a group of people who are like, oh, let's let's try to be on the same page. Everyone is kind of their own beam of light, yep. and they all come together as this like wonderful rainbow of some sort. Yeah, <laughs> no, but, uh, one, I, but I was thinking one acid trip and just light show. Yeah, but, yeah, you know, yeah, poetic man. Yeah, well, yeah. you know, you son of a poet, a you got to at least be like a half-ass poet, you right? Try yeah, it. yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> No, but um, everyone with their own color, it, it, that was good. Yeah, yeah no, no there, there, there really is uh, it really is a gathering of dark swans, you know. Um, yeah, sure. Uh, it's honestly uh, just one of the most special things I've ever been part of in my life. So I'm enjoying myself. Yeah, so Boone, I, I definitely thought you were dead in season one. Did you know in during that time you were going to come back the next season? Did Steve I let had, you know? I or? had no idea. So that's that's a nice surprise, I guess, right? That is nice. It, <laughs> it is. It's very nice. Yeah. It, it's um. It it is one of the most special things that I've been involved in too. Awesome, awesome. One one of uh, my favorite of your films was Seven, and I particularly liked you in it. You know, you're you're. He's the guy who Morgan Freeman pays off to figure yes. out who took out a certain book, correct? Yes, and I, I'm. I'm. I think I'm called the stinky man in the in the stinky in man. Stinky man. Uh, why I never figured that out, but that that is my title in on uh, in the uh, in the credits. Um, yeah, but the minute you walk on, you can't stop watching you because you know this guy is has a, is a vessel for dangerous information. 
you know, that he sells. <laughs> I don't know about that, but it's, no, it's that he funny, sells David and, Fincher, you can't... Um, I've, I've done two David Fincher movies, Seven and The Game, and in both of them, I, I feel like I was on on an, on a, a, an episode of Law and Order because all of the funny bits he cuts out. Really? Oh, yeah. No, I, I, I mean... The, you, Not much mirth in the Fincher no. milieu. <laughs> no, right. It's, right. Well, it's yeah. in Law and Order. Yeah. You can't... You can't be funny on Law and Order. That's not allowed. No, no. If you're a criminal, anyway. Yeah, and I don't think anybody's funny on on Law and Order. But well, that's um, so funny. They no, cut it's the, a, it is a show with a belly full of rectitude. Yeah, yes. you know, yes. Dick yes. Wolf kind of does that. We had like this comedic. I was. I don't mean to like uh, make this about myself right now, but I was on Chicago PD, and this one part, the ending of our scene is like kind of humorous, and I really was like, oh, I can't wait to see this, and they cut it out, and I was oh, like, oh no, okay, they wouldn't. Yeah. Would, they wouldn't. I, I did an episode of, of Law and Order. Well, I was in the pilot of Law and Order of the original, the first pilot. The oh, first. It, was, it was George Zunza and uh, George Zunza and. Enough, North. Yes, the yeah. first thing he ever did on television. Yeah. I, no, he, he every time. I I mean, I just played like the 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 attendant who the evidence. Yeah. Garage attendant who you know was in charge of some car, and there was a blanket or something in the thing, and every time he would take the blanket out and put it in front of my face and the director's like what what are you doing chris why are you putting the you're fucking my man boo up why no, why yeah. why i mean and every time he continued to do it it was yeah. like what what are you doing but that was the first time chris Noth did anything um but then year years later i did another law and order <laughs> and the guy was i mean he was a child you know he was doing terrible things children and stuff oh but i there was a scene where i i I had a whole table full of food Uh uh-huh when they catch me and this guy was just funny he couldn't be not funny no and i'm looking at the producer and her mouth is is the producer director one of the longtime producers oh it's just and and she her mouth is hanging open like, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, no, humor. And she goes like, Boon, 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 could you please be less funny? Yeah. <laughs> please, like, please bum like, us out. Please, like, please bust our onions, jump on our cookie bag, rip up our fucking ticket. But be I, less funny. I, I mean, uh, I just—I wasn't even trying to be funny. It was just funny, and they cut it all out. Yeah, it was just horrific. Yeah, I yeah, mean, I honestly think the Dick Wolf milieu could use a little humor, a few laughs. Um, I mean, you know, why does he hire comedians? Look at Bells, you know, Richard Belzer has been on one yeah. of those. Was he funny at one point in his life? I guess he was. Oh, that stung. He's like the comic relief of um, uh, of the SVU show. And, and he was yeah, kind of the comic I watch relief SVU, on Homicide, you know, right? A, a show about, you know, everybody getting molested. Yeah. Uh, 
Just for the laughs. You know? yeah, yeah, definitely, 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 yeah. Just for the stummy, just for the ha-ha. Well, you know, you know I, I saw Richard Belzer with his glasses off recently, and I was like, oh, oh man, put terrifying. Put them yeah, on, man. Yeah, put them back on. Yeah. There's some guys who just shouldn't take their glasses off. Well, I was on but, homicide with him. No, Chris, you look good, man. Yeah. Don't worry. Don't worry. I was I'll I was on homicide on right with now. him yeah. in... Uh, and in 1942? It, damn near, yeah. 1996. Oh, wow. You know, it was, the, yeah. la, it was yeah. the last one of being the last season of Homicide. It's on, it, if anyone wants to see that, it's on dailymotion.com. That's like the YouTube that like nobody goes to so they can put all these like full episodes on there. And nobody yeah. cares because it's days I dailymotion.com. Worked, the days I worked, I wore a Steve Earle t-shirt. Right. And you wore... And David Simon walks by and he goes, I'm a huge fan of Steve Earle. So yeah. You guys should know each other. Let me... You got to choose your own uh, yeah, yeah. wardrobe on that? Yeah, I wrote most of my own dialogue. Oh, well, now we're getting the real thing. Yeah. Wow. Well, the real goop. Well, your character was kind of, it didn't really move the story forward or no, backward. No, it, it was, was just kind of one of those It was this goof incidents. who worked in the bar that the cops owned. Yeah. And he was unbalanced and the line was he probably had a bad case of Jesus because he carried a Bible around. And what they realized he was doing was he was absorbing their stories and he was writing, painting them into a Bible. And Belzer discovers it and loses his mind, his character. You know, they're like, what are you, you rewriting your own book of the dead? It's, it's actually pretty thoughtful, and pretty good. And that whole scene, everybody reveals at a certain point some awful occasion uh, during the course of their job. And Matt, man, I watched Peter Garrity and absolutely one of the most riveting actors I've ever watched in my life. He was just, I would kind of forget what I was doing because I was kind of, you know, you get that thing where you're watching somebody who's just really good. You sound like me when I talk about right thing. You sound like me when I talk about watching you guys on Patriot. I mean, I, Boone, well, I watching, haven't watched you work yet, but uh, watching, hopefully, hopefully watching I'll get Boone, to this week. Watching Boone, watching Kurtwood, watching Terry um, has been amazing. It's been crazy. Take notes. It's a masterclass. Oh, class. I'm taking notes. Don't you know? worry. Don't worry. I don't know what exactly I'll do with those notes just yet, but it's uh, yeah, it's an experience to watch these guys. It's awesome. It's awesome. Now, you're in the game too, which was an odd movie. Yeah. Is this the one with uh, Michael Douglas yeah. and Sean yeah. Penn? Yeah. Yeah. Whatever happened to that lovely woman, Kara? Um, I don't remember oh, her last um, name. The, the lead, uh, the blonde. Uh, yeah, she's, yeah. She's a marvelous actor. I mean, I, yeah, I've seen I her in. I, it's been a while. I don't know what happened to yeah. her. I haven't seen the game in over like 10 years. Yeah. Boone, can you remind yeah, me who yeah, your character ori- is? Originally, uh, you know, Jodie Foster was supposed to play the, is that right? the uh, Sean Penn part and really? be his daughter. Wow. Which I thought that would have really been a more poignant thing yeah. than, as it turned out. You he, know, he, he, Penn played his brother, brother right? Yeah. right? Yeah, right. And it, I, you just didn't have it. Didn't the, the the stakes weren't as high as I thought as as I thought it would have been if yeah. If, mm-hmm. if, but but you know, it was good. It's a good movie. But uh, I I, I, was, I, I like I Fincher's know. movies. I like them yeah. a lot. Yeah. I love Zodiac. I loved. Uh, I even liked his version of social. the girl with the dragon tattoo. Yeah. yeah. yeah the, oh, the social network. I thought social was network. Well, the yeah. star of that movie is that script. Yeah. 
Nobody's that goddamn smart, by the way. I mean, Aaron Sorkin writes in ideas rather than right. actual dialogue. Right. But I, I have to admit, I do like listening to it. Definitely. You, you don't think Definitely. Zuckerberg is, is as smart as the character that, that's portrayed there? He seems to be a I kind of a he's smart very guy. very smart, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I mean, he seems kind of... Not smart in some way too, but I. I well, don't socially, know. I, I think he does oddly not enough, know what he started. You know, I think I think it grew, and I think you could keep control of that for only so long before. Yeah, right. It's it's it a, has it's arms a and legs of its own. Yeah. Yeah, the, you yeah. Know, this is this is the beast that will. It's growing an an arm out of its ass now. So, <laughs> well, didn't like, someone <laughs> didn't didn't one of the and that arm is flinging shit. Yeah, it is, man. It is, what know? goes on with it? I mean, I don't use it at all anymore. Well, I mean, didn't one of the developers you know, say on Facebook? I know you didn't. Do. One of the guys who who kind of helped create Facebook. He says, "Wow, I, I'm sorry, we've kind of ruined people. We program them now." I don't know if it was someone from Facebook or Twitter, but there's people coming out now and saying like social media is really programmed. Oh, it's people a monster! How it's to a, live? It's an ab- it's, it's an absolute drug. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the the thing I do like about it is every once in a while you run across a link to something you do want to read. You'll, you'll right, find, right, right, right. You do find information that um, you might not in a newspaper yeah. or on another site i mean it's you know like twitter twitter for me just seems like the echo chamber it just seems like one loud screaming match um well no there's still again it's 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 just all of the the world we live in now which is like the the four by five yeah thing that we all carry around it you do you hopefully it's not a complete bust yeah but it's hard to to not be controlled by it, and absolutely, yeah. And, I mean, you see everybody at dinner with their, you know, everybody there, everybody's looking at their phone all the time, and it. Just, I mean, it, it, you go on and on about that, but hopefully, there still is some good to be found in it. It's just managing mm-hmm. that and keeping it, you know, kids out of, you know, getting them out of that space is really hard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was at the Apple store and I just saw a bunch of like little kids, toddlers, like using the Mac, like Apple iPad for the first time at this like table. All four of them are just like using it. And I was just like, oh, get they them were away two from year, that. Two year olds. Yeah. 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 And they know how to use it better than my well, dad. I mean, it's you, crazy. You and your sister grew up um, in a world uh, where cell phones computers, you know, and internet, all of that was there. <laughs> I said internets. internets. No, but it all, yeah, it all kind of came. At, <laughs> you just scared my dad, Gabby. My, Gabby <laughs> yeah. my sister is uh, lurking in the corner with a microphone. But no, me and Gabby grew up with, you know, in this day and age where we saw you guys get by without a cell phone, without GPS, and without yeah. the internet. And then we slowly saw it take over. And the weird thing is with Facebook is we had it first. You yeah. guys kind of took it from us, and we kind of got to see how immature adults really are oh, through well, thank Facebook. You. Thank no, you. no, it's not you, but it's like you mean I, I obviously did not show you just how completely immature I am in everyday life. Well, no, we, it's we just, needed a social. Oh, it's just now sort we, of we get on that subject. Though. Finally, yes, yeah. they did. Yeah. <laughs> Parenting. We did a whole show on my parenting. shitty parenting, you know, with Tony Fitzpatrick. No, no, but it's not. Yeah. I'm not talking about you. Parental guide. 
it was Tony's just, parenting tips. You know, we're all, you know, as kids, we're all kind of, you know, listening to adults. We're, you know, being told what to do, listening to their stories. And then when they get on Facebook, it was like kind of like I didn't see the difference between some of those adults and the kids I was going to high school with. No, no, it's a great leveler. Yeah. It I was, mean, the, it was very the reason I first got on it is all of my artist friends were on it. And for mm -hmm. the first mm -hmm. time, we were able to have a conversation with each other without art dealers listening yeah. in, without art dealers, you know, um, brokering this kind of access. Yeah. Um, in the art world, honestly, they do act as gatekeepers. Yes. And it's like, well, you don't know this artist. It's not really important. It's, you know, uh, I'll, you know, you should meet this person. It, it's really this kind of shuttling around of, of supposedly bright people, you know. Um, yeah. Facebook removed all of that. Yeah. Well. All of the gates <laughs> came down. Gabby speaks. At this point, I'll interject. <laughs> I think Ladies that and now, gentlemen, actually, for the first time ever on the Max and Tony show, my daughter, we call her Hurricane Gabby. <laughs> well, this is actually what's happening of Facebook now and social media. They're starting to, you know, based on how much companies are paying or based on what you're clicking on, actually prioritize what you're seeing. So now, right. you know, based... It's not getting stripped away anymore. Speak into the mic, woman. Oh, pardon me. <laughs> <It's not laughs> I've been in Italy for a while, so I've gotten real keen on the hand gestures. So I'm moving the mic away yeah. and I'm getting it closer. Plus, you're a Fitzpatrick. You talk with your hands anyway. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, and that's one of the most disappointing things to where you know we're headed right now is that things are getting, you know, we're losing that that freedom that the net was, the sort of infinite possibility of it. Mm -hmm. And on keeping people out, like children, like, I mean, I think the bigger conversation we should be having too is, you know, uh, social media being used as a platform for for extreme, extremism, both yeah. in America, yeah. Yeah. All the way around. America I mean, it's become... with neo-Nazis and alt-right yeah. and, and, you know, extreme left yeah you know, i mean well. it, i feel like twitter is um, its own political party right now i mean i feel like if you don't align your politics with like what the left is going on twitter which i'm on the left so i i don't see everything their way when i look at twitter and everyone's well, just arguing well, about something when I look at and, twitter i see two guys who are perpetually on twitter ron perlman who you worked with and uh who's running for president is he is he running 20 I honestly he's, he's think declared, yeah. I honestly think what he ought to do is the day before the election declare victory. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that'll just work. show up. That'll Thank work. you. Okay. Well, Thank he's got you. The people have spoken, and uh, uh, de depending on how many uh, he declares victory and how many people retweet that, it depends yeah, on whether yeah, he's exactly. elected. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. That should be the election, yeah. Idea. Who gets the most retweets? Who gets the most favorites? It will be like retweets I, or I, favorites. The, I think the poll precinct captains, you know, the guys who police all that, should be bikers, you know? And yeah. uh, no, Well, Ron has some competition. Oprah's running. Kanye, uh, is he still is he still going for it? You know, is Oprah it's, confirmed? No, I, you know, The Rock no, has been talking she some stuff. That's kind of ridiculous that it's like this one guy kind of changed guys, everything, and now all these celebrities are like, well, you know what? I'm going to run. I'm going to do it. Guys, you know? I think these guys think it's show business. I really do. You know, well, politics, you know what politics is. It's show business for ugly people. 
Well, clearly that's how what we have on right now, but um, <laughs> <laughs> ugly in so many ways. Oh, good. We had that in the '80s with Ron Reagan, guys. Don't forget. Yeah, yeah but okay. Ronald, Re- Re- Ronald Reagan looks like an avenging angel next to Tangerine Mussolini. I mean, I'm serious. He was probably just a better actor, man. I mean, he did some really bad oh, it was shit awful. too. Yeah. But I just mean the whole celebrity becoming right. president or yeah, celebrities yeah. getting into politics. I mean, you know, I granted he was well, the governor I, of California, of, but he had a yeah. huge film career before. It kind of started with John F. Kennedy, who was always treated more like a movie star than a than a, uh, a statesman. Right. I mean, he was movie star handsome. He he's the reason that men stopped wearing hats. Because he had that, you great, know, that hair. great hair. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, good for you. Yeah, I personally uh, just <laughs> bought a hat. You know, so I thought you were going to wear it during the, the this because I, I thought we handy. were going to be on camera. Uh, I, no, I've become French, by the way. Oh, yeah, I got a Jean. I got a Jean Reno hat. Uh, oh, and by the way, I got you one of these buttons for being on the Max and Tony show. Oh, good. What one of my horses. Say? What does yeah. it say? I don't have my... No, it doesn't say anything. It's a drawing of a horse. Oh. Well, so. I'll, I'll, I'll wear anything you draw. Thank you, dude. Thank you. What, yeah. you, you, what, what else are you working on right now? Because I'm, I'm always anxious to see what's I, it's, next. It's top secret. Top, okay. Top, top secret. secret. All right. Actually, it, it actually is. And, and if, if I can get you involved, I'll let you know. One was horning around for a job, but I'll take one, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, you, you are also in part from the Chicago area. What do you remember that you liked about it? Well, I, 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 you know, moved to Chicago when I was around ten, and and at the Chicago suburbs, and and uh, as you already pointed out, the richest high school in America. Um, yeah, neutral. Yeah. You know, so yeah. great. And also with some of the greatest, me that way, you some know, of the I greatest mean, baseball I, I, teams in high school history. In Nutrier? Yeah, absolutely. What? Who, what? Who played on those games? The 70s, the 80s? I mean, the only one I know, John Castino. I played with John Castino, uh-huh. who was uh, actually uh, rookie of the, shared rookie of the year. Uh, Were you when guys he, he played. state champs? In baseball, I don't know. I didn't know anything about baseball. Actually, I played baseball when I was younger, but I stopped playing baseball. I started playing soccer when I was sixteen. So that's what I did at 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 Nutria. But um, as far as sports, I played football and basketball, and then I played soccer. But um, uh, Chicago, I I like this. The, you know, I only lived there until I was eighteen, and then got out of there as quickly as I possibly could, and got out of the Nutrier zone. Yeah, um, and uh, took off um, to the east east side of you the burnt, country. You burned all your polo shirts, man. And I never wore a polo shirt. <laughs> um, I was a hippie back then. You know. Oh wow! I, it you know that was in the early 70s so i was a hippie and there were it was a definite hippie jock situation and really? i played sports and i was like one of the only were you the liaison playing. between no no I, I was like the wall that you know the, yeah. the jocks would punch me in the face and stuff like that. really oh, man 
Of That's course. Shitty. Uh, well, whatever. That was the way that was. But um, Don Moffat was the D.W. Moffat, as you as you call him, was the president of the class in front of me, and he was not a he was not a hippie by any means, and he was kind of like them. <laughs> really? Me. Yes, he was like them. Oh man, tell me, Donnie was yeah. an asshole in high school, was he? No, no, he was he was president of their class. Uh, he couldn't have been a, an asshole. He was like a you know very I was politico say, I always, guy. I yeah. always liked the guy. Yeah, he's know? a politico guy. You know, he's good at being liked. I know that. You know, is he still? I, I it's been years since I saw him, but I um I liked the thrift stores in when I was a kid. When I you know in when Chicago I got my, in the yeah, city in proper. the city yeah. yeah yeah that's what I did I I went down and. Hit all those, what, what do they call Amvet? Yeah, Salvation right. Army, Salvation Army, Army, Navy, and Belmont, Army and Navy. That's where I, you yeah, know, that's where I got all my clothes. Now yeah. there's some thrift stores in Chicago that are like, the clothes are expensive. High end. Okay. It's yeah. just so crazy no, that's to me. The way but, yeah, it is with thrift stores. Now. Yeah, yeah. Still, you can find some great stuff. I in can Chicago. remember in East um, Village there was one called Cheap Jacks, and you could get fairly kind of cool things. Still reasonably, and then a couple of years later, you know, you'd be paying ridiculous amounts of money yeah. for I was, Western shirts. Yeah. I they, was in love with the, this woman who worked at Cheap Jack. Really, bright red hair. How to when go? I moved there? Oh God, I just was so in love. She was much older. Uh huh. And she, I just would follow her around on the streets. Like I just, I don't know. She, I just love looking at her. What, I'm a, I'm a stalker. Ever, no, I never get together. <laughs> no, no, no. Were you no, too no. shy to talk to her? I was. I was too shy to talk to her. Or I, I just never found the right angle. You know, sometimes there's, there's women like that. You just can't find the right angle to, you know. Yeah. Well, you just make them laugh, man. Well, okay, Tony. I, you know, are, are you you're you're that good? <laughs> I'm that ugly. I, is know, that, is, I, I don't know. I mean, I had a very is, beautiful, how's your record? I had a be very beautiful <laughs> French woman tell me that if you can make a woman laugh, she's halfway into bed. Okay, I got one cheek in the bed. Now you got to give me the other secret. How do you get the other cheek into the bed? I thought you. I thought you. You, you were going to say you got half the woman in. The, in the, you, you got her halfway <laughs> yeah, into bed. Exactly. <laughs> Okay, and now how do I I'm get the other, the other half? half for later? <laughs> oh, uh, so, what was working on seven like? Seven. Uh, I, I told you it's the, it's the funny thing. Okay, this is the, this is the 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 first off Brad Pitt. It was the first time that 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 photographers ever showed up on a set that he was working on. And so we were working, and we did. I do a scene, and the first scene I do in that movie is in a pizza place, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, that we shot it, it, it was on Hollywood Boulevard. And there were like 10 photographers across the street trying to get pictures of Brad Pitt because he'd done Thelma and Louise. Yeah. And, uh, he was so shy about it. It was really cute. I mean, he was just like, what are they doing over there? <laughs> Whoa. Like hiding in the back of the, of the pizza place. Cause he was just like, what the, what the fuck is going on here? Yeah. 
and and yeah, well, that was cute. But that, then um, this is this well, is at the a, time wasn't he dating Gwyneth Paltrow? Who was I I really one, don't know. Feminine, womanly in it. What in what? No, he's oh, seven. In the movie, he's dating her. I, but no, they're married. In yeah, the yeah, movie, they're yeah, married. Yeah, they're married. Yeah. yeah. She, I don't know whether he was dating her. Maybe that's where they met. Did they yeah. go out at some point? Uh, yeah, I'm not, some I don't. Point, you're you're yeah. always on the social beat, there, baby, aren't you? I, <laughs> <laughs> you know. I mean, this thanked, is like 30 years ago, man. <laughs> he thanked her when he won a fucking award. You no, know, there I'm you so go. Happy right. when it's all from my life. good for 20, you. you know? Twenty some years ago. Yeah. Okay. I don't remember what was it. Um, 94, Brad's. 95, like that. No. Okay. I'm not 97. I'm not no, following no, no, his no, dick Twitter. cam on Twitter, okay? Okay. okay. You know, like, like, does Brad have a dick cam? <laughs> no. Wow. <laughs> like, you wouldn't think he would need to. No, I think, I think he, he's Brad's got some pretty trouble. Yeah. No. yeah. That's awesome, though, man. I've always heard he's like this humble dude, so I, I, I like to I've never heard keep hearing, hearing those stories. Guy, I think know? he just likes pot. Like that character <laughs> he played in. Uh, what I've heard is, is that. Yeah, I mean, I never hung out with him except on that set. Sure, I, uh, but um, that that the oh, character he romance? plays in True Romance is actually <laughs> Brad. Oh, that's and awesome. God, really, that's awesome. Condescend me. Is back oh. then, you know, it's fun. It's a, such a funny character. He's great. I love in that. it. Really, yeah. it's funny. Oh, oh, uh, yeah. Maybe you can pick up some cleaning products. <laughs> <laughs> Condescend me. I mean, that I think it is definitely one of his best parts. Oh, yeah, God, I think yeah. he's just hilarious. I think yeah. he's great in that. Yeah. You know, but. Um, it's it's funny but but uh the the scene in in we're we're doing the scene of the at the at the pizza place where i show up and and um david fincher is sitting right next to the table that we're doing this scene like and he keeps looking at his watch i'm going like okay okay and at the end of, of the first couple of takes he he goes Faster. We do it again. He goes faster. And this this was like the third day of shooting. And Morgan Freeman goes. He 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 um does a gesturing finger to David Fincher. Mm. Please follow me outside where I'm going to lecture you about what not to say to Morgan Freeman. <laughs> I'm going to tell you in the Morgan Freeman voice. <laughs> like, Put him in his place. Oh, man, yeah. he took him outside, and he just was, like, pointing. For, like, fucking never. And I was like, oh. Wow. <laughs> I guess he never said that to Morgan again. That would be my guess. I don't, I'm not sure. I have heard that Fincher once made um, Jake Gyllenhaal do 70 takes in, in Zodiac. I mean, an insane amount of takes. I, uh, right. Yeah. I mean, I think he wants to break you and build you up again. Uh, yeah, I love Zodiac, though, man. So. I love and Zodiac I, I think, too. I, I think Dylan Hall's uh, great in that. So I think whatever, whatever it takes. You know, oh, Matt. Yeah, you're, yeah, you're, yeah. I would. I mean, Charlie Chaplin famously did 255 takes on blah 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 blah. Some movies. He, oh, he the great did like, dictator. But he yeah. had he had the film. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was cheap. Yeah. And then there there's the 
And you could get in for a nickel, and he still became a zillionaire. We interviewed a guy who used to work for Charlie's son, Sidney Chaplin. Uh-huh. Uh, our friend Coley Newell, and he ran a bar for him. And um, uh, I would have loved to have known Charlie. Yeah, oh, Sidney. Absolutely. Yeah. Either one. Yeah, well, look at what Harley, how Charlie. Hollywood did to Charlie, you know. Oh, they completely booted him out, marginalized him. Yeah, you know, yeah, communist. Yeah. Oh, is that was he blacklisted? Oh yeah, he was booted. Absolutely. I didn't know that about Charlie Chaplin. Actually, it was because the studio, you know, was sick of um, Charlie pretty much owning his pictures and making most of the money. Right. Right. Well, Charlie owned all of what is today Hollywood, uh, the the downtown area from. Yeah. From like Vine all the way to La Cienega and Sunset yep. down to Santa Monica. He was that better was his at studio. The, the, at that game than those guys were, and they resented it. So they labeled him a pinko and right, right. suggested that he took indecent liberties with young girls. And um, I don't think Charlie took any indecent liberties with any women that didn't want to. I've, yeah, I've heard yeah. some incredible Charlie Chaplin stories. I remember I was watching this uh, documentary on him. I think it was on HBO or something. But Martin Scorsese kind of told this story about how uh, his his ex came in with like a gun and was ready to like shoot him, and yeah. he had to act his way out of this situation. And he acted so well to the point where she gave up the gun and yeah. uh after shooting him in the leg really no yeah. no oh okay okay they didn't shoot him in the chest but <laughs> shot him in the leg just no okay he deserved no. it probably maybe I don't he know. did run through a lot of uh yeah he women. he uh he was tender before there was tinder you know oh okay <laughs> okay yeah all he'd have to do is do one of these you know one of his mustache and a <laughs> wink and boom you know it was always much younger ladies too yeah, yeah. it was mm-hmm. quite yeah. younger yeah, yeah. I like my women young and my whiskey old, I believe is. That's Charlie a Charlie Chaplin quote? quote? Yeah. Oh. yeah. We're going to have to fact check that. But I, I, fact I know. Where's the fact check? She left. Yeah, where, where, oh, did no. you, where did you send her? She really got bored. Well, we got Michael Connell at 4 o'clock, so she's up searching for Michael Connell, who is up amongst the human zoo. Is that what you do an hour of these? On, uh, is that... We do an hour. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't care. I mean. Um, yeah. You're so free, baby. You just like you're a you're a free, you're a free yeah. spirit. I, well, I didn't realize until this moment, baby. That's Ca- cashmere. I know that's my name for you. It's cashmere. Calls me cashmere. I got a cashmere jacket. Yeah, why not? By the way, I'm walking off with the one that I that I wear in Patriot. I wear this really oh, okay. sharp blue, navy blue camel's hair cashmere jacket for you know. At some point, I have to give testimony. Mm-hmm. And uh, is that a spoiler? Well, this will no, air not late by the time this airs, Okay, you know? yeah. But True. I got to tell you, I'm really happy to be able to participate in some wardrobe theft. You know. Mm. Yeah, so you're taking that with they're you? Good. They're okay. good. This is this is uh, my costume. Was that my yeah wardrobe yeah. from the first season? Yeah. And our our wardrobe person, the absolutely magnificent uh, Molly McGinnis. Yes, the best. Who. Uh, it was so kind and so mindful. You know, I'm a I'm a big guy. Yeah. And sometimes on films, my wardrobe is not fit really well. It chafes. It itches. I've got rashes. 
And also, it, it costs sure. a lot more because of the the, the yeah. output of material. Exactly. Yeah. Because of my girth. <laughs> you know, girth makes mirth, my friend. That's what I say. Well, she put you in some of the best pants me no mom have ever seen no we're kidding. like wait yeah. can we can we keep these and she's like no i was like well what's the brand what's the size we need, we need to make sure because dude we I, can't find them but she's assured me i can keep these this year yeah yeah, yeah. you gotta you keep just, those pants you just need your Tony. pants don't, don't be so, saying that out loud so you just need to get somebody to tailor pants for you that's what that's all you need yeah but you know i what i wouldn't give to somebody to be able to walk into a gap and buy a pair of that's not gonna happen. Hey, come on, it's not gonna happen. <laughs> you, you can pay your own Chinese guy to do it. You know? Seriously, I mean, Tony, <laughs> you should get your your, your clothes tailored. Yeah, you should really yeah. should. Do you do that? I have. Yeah, I've got yeah. all yeah. my pants cut the way I want them to, you so they get, fit you, me. Yeah, you can get jeans. Oh yeah. Fuck. You just go into your for? local it's, cleaners, man. That's I, it. How do I not know this? You know, you really the, didn't know that. No, I think you refused that information. I didn't, I didn't information. think they made jeans. I thought you had to go to the jeans store and you, you could buy know. a pair of I've jeans. I've never you seen like. you in a pair of jeans. Oh, I wear black is jeans. Ah. I wear nothing yeah, they're but black, black jeans, jeans. Yeah, and sweats and you know, other things with expandable waists. So, <laughs> you know, I'm very big on the comfort aspect of my wardrobe. Me too. My I, friend, I completely agree. So I know you know you were no very no very cookies, successful. Please. What you were very very successful on Sons of Anarchy for six years, seven years, but yeah, yeah. seven years, seven seasons, and uh, um, you played Bobby, who for me, for my money, was the most fascinating, soulful character in that whole show. Oh, say it again. I'm serious. I'm serious. I was always wondering where he was going to land in the whole. Narrative, dead, dead, um, dead. That's where he ended. Up. Spoiler: oh, you didn't, you They didn't killed watch him in the end. You didn't. You, yeah, you gave up. Oh, right, you gave up on the show after the first season. No, I gave up on. <laughs> I, I don't blame I, you. I what, never watched the show either. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he must have really enjoyed it. A good <laughs> show. Good show. Love the show. Love it. Um, but uh, but, but I mean. I, I love seeing, you know, the first season, Bobby is like an Elvis impersonator. Right. Then he, and Boone yeah. comes out in an Elvis suit. And it's like, <laughs> it was like one of my favorite parts of uh, of that show. Yeah, well, I didn't do it very long. He, he wouldn't let me do that anymore. Because I asked uh, if I could dress up in black leather as opposed to the, the four. 40 cent white suit that white, they put me in white yeah. jumpsuit the vegas sad elvis it it yeah. wasn't even you know i mean it was like a, just a pathetic little imitation of of an elvis yeah so i guess that's what an elvis impersonator does uh wears a i've seen i've seen really good I, i've seen good, very the most elaborate. tawdry of them yeah. i used to own a gallery in chicago called world tattoo we had about six thousand square feet and our biggest event was the all Elvis art show. And we had 10 Elvis impersonators perform. Together? Two of them were women. Uh-huh. You know? And uh, no, no, one right after the other. Uh-huh. And uh, some of them were real offended because some of the artwork, like one guy made in, in you know, the Elvis toilet, uh, 
you oh, know, commemorating. Right, right. You know, he he ate too many uh, opioids and and tried trying to died trying to drop a deuce. Boom, you know, man. Who's so yeah, you're talking about El, the El, Elvis, real Elvis yeah, or yeah. the impersonator? No, the real in. Elvis. Yeah, <laughs> right. no. and uh, so they made <laughs> the Elvis toilet. You know, and it was like a tribute. It was a, a you know all shiny and bedecked with jewels. And one guy wouldn't go on like that, and he was from Memphis, and he knew Elvis's cousin, a guy named Vesper Presley. I'm not kidding you. He was. This is disrespectful. It's disrespectful to Elvis. It's disrespectful for all the people in Memphis and Graceland. I'm not going on. It's like, I said, well, we got nine other guys. I mean, you know. So, goodbye. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. Too bad, Vesper. Here's your hat. What's your hurry? You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? Um, uh, oh, man. And then to, I realized. You got to throw that in today. Yeah. <laughs> then I re- yeah. Then I realized he's wearing a toupee. Of course. Oh, I've seen this little kind of hanging chat of glue, you know, and I'm like, do you got a fucking toupee on? Do you call people out with toupees if they're Fuck giving yes. you some Fuck attitude? Yes. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think you I, have to. I constantly, constantly. I, bust on them. I saw the worst toupee white. on Patriot, man, and I was just like, I kept staring at it. And I just like was thinking, I was like, dude, how does this guy like walk through the set and just be like, yep. This is my natural hair. Yeah, it was just yeah, so. This is mine. Sure. Fake. Yeah. Well, like, well, wait, who, who are you talking about? No. We're, oh, not, no, no. we're not talking about anybody. <laughs> uh, hey, no, kid, no. Kid, I like this wow. job. It wasn't part of, it wasn't part of the. <laughs> love was not part of the cast. Oh, okay. um, it was nobody on our crew. I know no, that, you know. No. Yeah, no, I think I think he was just hired for the day to do something. Craft service or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, to pay, yeah. No producers or anything, yeah, right? Right. <laughs> You're gonna have, have you to ever, cut this whole ever, fucking part. Have you ever <laughs> worn one? You ever worn one? No, it was Tony. Spoony, I finally want... got a fucking job yeah. in this business. You know? <laughs> so get it too big. I would really <laughs> like to fucking keep it. You know? You mean that is that isn't Stephen Conrad's hair? <laughs> oh, 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 great, great, great. No, no, I no. You just stand outside, and punch me in the nuts. You know? <laughs> Um, it, no, I I always busted on guys with toupees. I just, you know I went bald when I was twenty two, and my mother like begged me to get a hairpiece or one of those fucking hair orchards, and I thought I'm gonna be bald. That's just the way it is, you know. Yeah, yeah. And it, I can't say that uh, I missed any opportunities business wise, romance wise, anything like that, just because of being bald. Not being an asshole. That's, that's, that's a whole yeah. different story. That's, that's a whole other kettle of wines, as they say. But um, uh, I honestly think that uh, if you're going to imitate Elvis uh, and you wear a toupee, you should get a good one. You know, okay. I mean, wouldn't a king have a good one? Um, are you are you now saying that Elvis wore a toupee? No. I'm oh, saying okay. if he did, you he sure? don't want a good one. Uh, have you? You know, I don't know, man. I was never in the guy's. Uh, have you ever been to? To you didn't go. To, I got kicked to, out of Graceland. Well, how? What? I you, ran up the stairs, man. I went over the velvet no. rope. Yep. Upstairs. Yeah. You can't go upstairs. I went upstairs. I, I saw. I saw Elvis standing at the top of the stairs. The when he was back alive? stairs. When he was the alive. Back, no. No. When I went to Graceland. 
the back stairs from the kitchen. Yeah? Yeah, there he was. You saw right the ghost? There he was. Hi, man. You stay away from my... Uh, will you stay away from my stairs? Unless you bringing me a peanut butter banana <laughs> sandwich, man. You know? <laughs> Got a frog in my throat, baby. First meat I've had all day. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, look at Michael came prepared. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Oh, hello, he Michael. Michael yeah. Connell is uh, going to be with us very quickly. In fact, he's with us now. What the fuck? Yeah. Um, Mike, of course, plays I, I Ron, who is I don't, I don't, I, John Lakeman's, uh, also Tabner's. Well, in the first season, we find out he's his husband, but he's not. Yes. Welcome. You Thank guys you. have the same alma mater. Yes, we went to the same high school. You, you have to yeah. talk into the yeah, mic. Into the microphone. We uh, went to the same no, high school. Think, Pretend oh, we're in the lobby. Here, here, I'll, I'll pass you off. We're good. We're good. Okay. Oh, yes. Now we're. No, we're good. Yeah, we went to the same high school. Ends up a couple years apart. This is, seems was to be the, the theme of the day. What, what year did you get out of high school? I got out in 94. I got shoes older than you. <laughs> what year did you get out of high school? I told you I don't tell. 1994 <laughs> as well. Yeah, yeah. I about this. I you know what's were, weird? He was class of 91. 1782, actually. as I told you. 1782. 1782. In our what business, it is not only... In our business, it's not only women who are sensitive about their age. Guys don't really want to reveal it. I mean, I'm looking down the barrel of 60, you know, and, you know, I got to think that sometimes when, when you're going up for a job or you're auditioning, they think about that. Oh, well, he passed the physical. Will he get insured? He's kind of a fat ass. He's bald, you know. <laughs> That's very specific. Uh, they, exactly, yeah, exactly. And they do yeah. think they about that. that. Yeah. Just ever, like that. Anytime I've ever gone out for pilot, pilot season to audition, I'm in a room full of bald fat guys. I'm looking <laughs> yeah. around and it's like, you know, I'm I'm bald and I'm overweight. I'm not as ugly as these motherfuckers. Why am I here? You know? Yeah. Yeah. I would say they would send me on fat guy auditions sometimes. And then the one time a guy said, you're just not fat enough. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was like, well, this, you're the only person. So I went home and I got a sub. Yeah. <laughs> you're just not fat enough for the part, sir. Oh, well. <laughs> well, I met I met with Steve this summer when we I knew we were coming back for Patreon. And I had lost 40 pounds. And he looked at me and he goes, you're skinny. I said, yeah, I've been losing weight. I'm, you know, dieting and exercising. He goes, you know, um, when next season happens, it starts like, you know, like five minutes after last season ends, right? He goes, all right. He goes, you know, worst comes to worst, we'll put you in a fat suit, you know, a fat shirt. And it's like, that was kind of music to my ears. So first time anybody said, Tony, you might need a fat suit. It's like, <laughs> I, I had my own goddamn fat suit. Oh, I, I travel with it, you know. Uh, but, um, you're just a magician. You can lose that weight in five minutes. <laughs> you know what? Go to go to Paris. Yeah. You lose weight, even yeah. though you eat, We, you know, Paragon. I mean, we ate like kings. And every day I've had at least between seven and 8,000 steps. Yes. Some days on set. I had over 12, 14,000 steps. Now, for a six-year-old fat ass, that's pretty good. You know? <laughs> now, are these, these, this is your phone you're carrying around, or do you have a watch? He has a Fitbit Tony watch. Tony is really, look Water at that. Breath. He's, my, a, he's you're a Fitbit. modern man. It's I didn't, my Fitbit. And it also oh, has, yeah. because I'm a heart patient, a heart monitor built into it. All right. You know, it's and, going uh, off right now. 
stop. No, it's doing fine, man. Something all good. Let's, yeah. She's scaring me, man. Should we wrap? Should we wrap yeah, up Boone here? Let, and, uh, yeah, let, and, let, let, and also, let Michael take. We needed the nutria reunion real quick. Stage. Can we extract a promise that you'll come back and visit us sometime in Chicago? And I will buy in, you the in best Chicago. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> no, you will buy me like five meals in a row. Five. Okay. Five <laughs> dinners in a row. I'm in. Okay. I'm in. I, I just so long as you cook them, Tony. No, you don't want me to cook no, for you. Nobody, nobody in your family no. cooks? Yeah. Our mom no, is a... Are you kidding my, me? My mom and Gabby's mom is a pretty good cook, but dad, my dad, you don't even want him to cut you a bagel in half. It's okay. it's tragic. Yeah. You know, you mangle one goddamn bagel and the kid remembers yeah. for, it the forever. Yeah. Oh, my you could God. Save him, you could save him from a burning building, you know, and you remember the fucking bagel, you know? <laughs> You really are insecure about your parenting, aren't you? Oh well, I we did a whole okay. show on shitty parenting, and like... Max Max had a list. I mean, it was like a fucking litany. It's like I didn't have a list. You had the list, and exactly. you were just like explain no, this. He's constantly doing. The only yeah, guy bragging about list. being a, yeah. a terrible parent. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Great. Uh, All right. Well, thank you not. guys. Hey, and thanks for joining us, man. It's yeah. such a joy to have you. Where's my check, baby? And Patriot. <laughs> uh, check, it's check. probably up in the restaurant. Check. You know my hourly rate? It's pretty steep. Yeah. <laughs> well, we, we give pretty you a button. Steep. Reach into my left uh, no, pocket. No, no. Paid him in buttons. <laughs> no, the other, again, the, the other paid left. Paid in buttons again. Thanks. Just don't stick me with it. <laughs> don't worry. Uh, all right. Uh, thank All you, right, man. Thank you, thank you so much for pleasure. being here. Yeah. This Bye. is the Max and Tony show with the great boon. Bye. Hey, guys, this is Max Fitzpatrick of the Max and Tony show. We just want to thank you guys for tuning into our 59th episode. Sponsored by Forbidden Root Beer. Next time you're in Chicago, check out their brewery on 1746 West Chicago Avenue. Big shout out to Parkwalk Productions, home of the Max and Tony Show. Don't forget to check out Adventureland Gallery and the Dime Showroom at 1513 Northwestern. Want to catch up on old episodes? Have any burning questions to ask Max or Tony? Then go to the MaxandTonyShow.com and tune in next time for our 60th episode. We made it to 60. We're